You want some tea? Listen to reality. Hello and a very good day to our listeners. Thank you for joining our adventure in this episode of Reality Podcast. This episode will be guided and hosted by me, Alif Luqman and three of my fellow friends, Edina Raza, Putri Balkis and Sofia Ahmad. In this podcast today, our team will be revolving around the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals, or as known as the 17 SDGs. For your information, the United Nations 17 SDGs is different compared to the 8 Millennium Development Goals as the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals is targeted towards all types of countries or the latter mainly targeted the less developed and still developing countries. We have chosen two SDGs to be discussed about today which are SDG 5, Gender Equality and SDG 10, Reduce Equality. And from these two SDGs, we have come up with the topic of Are We Really Equal? In this topic, we'll be discussing whether the common perception that women have to fight harder than men for leadership roles in the workplace is indeed true or not. Good afternoon, dear podcast listeners. Reality Podcast would like to advise you with some tips on how to protect yourself from contracting and transmitting the COVID-19 virus. For your safety, the following are some simple precautions you may take, which includes physical distancing, wearing a mask in public, keep your rooms well ventilated, avoid crowded areas, wash your hands regularly, and cough into a bent elbow or a tissue. We would also like to remind everyone to constantly keep updated with the current status of positive cases in your area. Don't forget to follow the Ministry of Health Malaysia on all social media platforms at Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia for easy access on the latest updates of COVID-19. Stay in, stay safe and let's fight this pandemic together. Hashtag kita jaga kita. This is the end of our announcement. Thank you, Irina and Sofia, for the reminder on the prevention of COVID-19. All right, so now I will be introducing our guest speaker for today's podcast, Puan Raja Azura binti Raja Mahayudin, who is also the chairman of the board at Usim Tijara Holdings in Jamberhad. She is surely an experienced career woman, and it is amazing to have our guest speaker with us today, as we believe there will be an interesting sharing session throughout this podcast. Without further ado, Irina will be starting with the first part of the interview with our guest speaker. Alright, so first and foremost, I would like to say hello to Puan Azura. How are you doing today, Puan? Alhamdulillah, I'm feeling great. Uh, thank you for inviting me for the podcast. I look forward to see whatever that I can contribute. Hopefully, this can gain more insights in terms of the topic that we're going to discuss mm-hmm. today. Are we really equal? Thank you so much for taking the time to join our podcast. So before we start with the more serious questions into our topic, lah, let's get to know you a little better. Could you briefly introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay, um, my name is Raja Azura Raja Mahyudi. Uh, I've been working in uh, corporate sector. I was uh, an accounting uh, person before. Eh? Oh, I decided really? to change my career to uh, HR practitioner. I was then called. To lead Yayasan Penerajuk Pendidikan Bermutra as the CEO, I was there for seven years, helped to groom about thirty-five thousand anak bumi putra during that time. Uh, in uh-huh. February 2019, I've decided to take a break uh, from work full time to do my MBA. Uh, and currently, I'm waiting for the results, which will be coming out today. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, first Ramadan recently, I've actually embarked into a new journey as a social entrepreneur. So that's uh, in short about what I have been contributing so far. You really have an impressive background. 
<laughs> so we are really lucky to have you on board with us today. Thank you. Pleasure. Without further ado, we'll get back to business. Okay. So looking at gender equality in Malaysia, we can roughly see that equality has a long way to go. So as someone who has experience working in in the corporate sector, you know, do you think there is enough women representation, especially as leaders? Malaysia have actually started to look into gender equality quite some time. The Gender Equality Act is being introduced in Malaysia in 2006, where uh, Malaysia actually tried to see how exactly we want to ensure mm-hmm. that women would be able to be represented yeah. well in the workforce. If we want to actually consider our country as developed nation, usually country which is developed nation will need to have women participation at more than 60%. So we are not there yet in terms of women labour force participation. Mm. The effort that has been put through, uh, we have few um, mm. initiatives and also movement coming through. Like we have the Club, we have Lead Movement to ensure that this agenda in terms of moving women representation into a proper position or decision-making position for the country can happen. And we have seen that happening yeah. fully. Yeah, But yeah, having so. said that, we need to work even harder uh, and even getting this across the country to make sure that Malaysia will be able to reach the equality that we have been preaching upon for the past 15 years. That is a really interesting point of view for Azura. Okay, you know, Malaysia has always been talking about wanting to be a developed nation. However, the gender equality part is always not too focused on, you know. And looking at the current situation, there has been many cases that women are being discriminated against at the workplace, which relates to a huge income gap. I read in an article, entry-level salaries tend to be standardized for all, both men and women. However, as individuals progress in their careers, we can see that women are being discriminated against due to their gender, how their male counterparts would receive a bigger pay or get a faster promotion even though they entered the company at the same time. So have you experienced anything like this? Okay, let me give my point of view on this. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's, um, it is quite normal when we enter workforce. Mm-hmm. Eh? Usually the entry-level salaries, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of standardized, whoever get into a company, then we have all getting the same salary at all. Yeah. We, we will be pursuing our career depending on what route do we take and also sometimes whether or not we will be able to perform well. There might be pay uh, differences that may be noted throughout the career yeah. or a journey of our career between men and also women. I think uh, when, when we talk about discrimination, it might not just be facts. So in, in my point of view, when it comes to salary or promotion, I think the, the focus is who perform better should be able to then get promoted mm-hmm. or get a better pay because you have better increment. Um, very rarely you see that people are not being promoted mm-hmm. or not getting good increment because of gender. If there is any, it is quite a secluded cases that it happened. Me personally, I have not experienced. Uh, I have heard, uh, but the company that have taken action to mitigate and also yeah. to um, remediate what has happened. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to gender, it shouldn't be an issue of people not getting promotion or increment uh, when they have performed. It always have to go back to meritocracy. 
that's, that, that, that is my feedback on that. Lah. But most importantly, when we get into that situation is to talk to our superior, mm-hmm. our company, to, to ensure that there are enough transparency, you know the, the real reason why you are not getting the same uh, amount as um, your male company. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to understand why. Uh, and if it's, if it's because of gender, that is totally wrong. And most of the circumstances that I have actually seen, it's not because of gender. So it is about transparency and discussion that should happen uh, between the two parties. That, that's my feedback on uh, that. What, what I can conclude from what you've said is um, basically gender inequality does not directly relate to income Yeah, inequality. it is not surely because of uh, uh, because of gender <coughs> yeah, uh, discrimination. It has some other factors uh, in. And if there is any, it can be said that it's quite rare or, you know, the, the percentages that it happen is pretty low lah when, when it comes to this uh, particular area. Alright, thank you so much, uh, Irina, for the insights with Puan Raja Azura. So moving on to the second segment. Um, so as a woman holding a position, what would be your thoughts on the large gap between men and women in the working environment in Malaysia? When we talk about the large gap, is it at leadership level or...? It could be in just in workforce level in general. There are quite numbers of factors actually that are rising to the large gap between men and women in actually workforce level. Because um, if you were to see the statistic that you have actually provided me with as well, mm-hmm. as of 2017, 60% of degree graduates in Malaysia were women again. Mm-hmm. But what happened is uh, when we actually go through the uh, funnel, number of workforce um, in Malaysia then keep on reducing and if we were to then go even further to the leadership in your position yeah, when we look at leadership position is even lesser lah. so so what happened and um, what what really then trigger to the last gap I think that that is very important for us to understand as well lah. observation that I've seen for, for women eh, the progression of career usually will be slower than men due to many factors lah, because as uh, they enter into the uh, workforce uh, when they're young after graduation, yeah. um, that's where um, they will start uh, also starting their um, family in your life. Um, and that is where the app of mm-hmm. balancing or managing families come to play. Uh, and for some of the women that I know, even my friends, um, they would rather not take any promotion due to the fact that they are afraid that they, they will not be able to achieve what, what is expected from them if they are being promoted. They have to do that sacrifice. Now. So in real fact, usually what happens is women have to really sacrifice at their earlier uh, career time mm-hmm. due to the fact that they have to balance out um, not just uh, about managing uh, the work, mm-hmm. but also they have to manage their family. And uh, the, they need to be able to multitask. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to look at ladies or women, usually many women will bounce back once they have uh, stability in life. Mm-hmm. This is where uh, I do see that the gaps <coughs> have had happened. We also have to look into the factor where uh, women in many circumstances, um, in Malaysia especially, they are not the breadwinner because usually the breadwinner will be, will be the the husband. Mm-hmm. Usually, the burning desire to climb the ladder will always be for the man. So, this is where, you know, mm-hmm. not much on gender biasness that we can see also, mm-hmm. but it is more due to the fact that circumstances that we have taken our stand mm-hmm. uh, to do what we, we need to do uh, as a woman. Uh. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I see in terms of uh, when we talk about the gap. 
So um, thank you so much, Puan Jazura. So back to what you were saying, you were highlighting on reality. It is not actually about gender biasness, but it's more to individuals adjusting to their timeline in life. Basically, like what you have just said, like marriage and um, guy being the um, man being the breadwinner. But don't you think um, the idea of thinking that a man should be the breadwinner actually um, is one of the few examples that our culture has conditioned us in believing that men are the most successful gender? So to say that that is not right, um, that, that is actually what has been with our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the problem is um, to, to change culture is not as easy as changing it overnight. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about culture, it's also, you know, at some point about religion. Mm-hmm. Men, you know, if we go to, to Islam, as Radhi mentioned, about men should lead. Okay. I think this is where, as a, mm-hmm. as a country, uh, it's how exactly we should be looking into things differently. Mm-hmm. And also for women, mm-hmm. we have to start uh, putting through more women icons out there uh, when we talk about um, successful women out there will be able to then uh, be leader in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that will not uh, you know, uh, put aside the fact that uh, mm-hmm. men will always also be seen as leading. Mm-hmm. The mindset change has not embraced that equality because the culture is still men should lead. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I see it. All right, understood. So at the end of the day, it also depends on the individuals itself, whether or not they would want to achieve such positions according to their own timeline. All right, thank you so much, Puan Razia So I'll be passing this next segment. Hey, Balkis. Are you okay? I'm struck. I don't know which course I should take up for degree because I'm bad at science. However, I'm good at problem solving and communication skills. Hmm, how about public relations? Let's say a certain company receives bad publicity because of their leader and you have to help them recover. Oh, so I'm going to manage my employee's reputation and pull down the masses? That's very exciting. It also aligns well with my values and ideals. Thanks a lot, Alif. I think I will take up public relations for my degree. You're welcome, Balkis. I'm glad I can be of help. Dear listeners, if you are in the same dilemma as Balkis and have all the skills needed to be a great public relations practitioner, we encourage you to join the Public Relations Program at the UITM. UITM has always been the best when it comes to public relations. We hope to see more public relations candidates in the future. Right, so moving on to the next segment. So as you know, Puan Azura, we are able to see that women representation in the parliament and government administration is at a very low number. In the entire Demorakia, there are actually 14% female members of parliament. Meanwhile, we should look at other countries that have higher female representation in parliament, such as Rwanda at 61%, Sweden at 46%, and Costa Rica at 46%. Do you think this is because our society lacks trust in the capabilities of women leaders? Um, this one is back also to where Malaysian culture and even if you were to look at world culture, world world in general, mm-hmm. men are always the leaders. 
uh, mm. not much in terms of lack of trust uh, in the capability because I think we have lots of women with great capabilities mm. but maybe lack of platform and opportunity to be able to showcase their capabilities uh, and to be able to really be seen as capable leaders. So that uh-huh. is where we need to do it. Uh, we, we can't wait for just the government to do it. We mm-hmm. have to also take our action from our end to make sure that we be able to help making the agenda being looked at as important and also this will give them more opportunity for leading the country inshallah. Yes, Puan Azura, I really agree on your statement about the culture between men and women that is happening not only in Malaysia but also around the world. So I believe I do have another question. If you told that women are incapable of leading because they were more sensitive and cannot handle leadership pressure, how would you react? I've been hearing a lot of this lah from <laughs> but sometimes women as well because you know um, but for me it's not about reacting negatively to the, the statement because usually whenever I heard all these negative statements I just made sure that I just noted it mm. but most importantly is for us to prove our self-worth and also our capability to perform well beyond what people thought we could do yeah. because women actually have lots of good traits in them that men actually doesn't have mm-hmm. in some ways lah and this is where it is very important to see how exactly we would be able to work complementary with men mm-hmm. or even be a leader. Mm-hmm. It has never been an issue if we are able to show our potential, prove our worth, and mm-hmm. also we perform as what is expected. I think people will keep silent on all those questions <laughs> and you know, then acknowledge that we would be able to be a good leader. That's mm-hmm. my thought on that. I see. So you are saying that women need to prove their capabilities to other people for them to acknowledge that women can control their emotions. Okay, Ponazura, I'm quite curious and want to hear your thoughts on this. We are acknowledged that women are known to be homemakers and they prioritize their family after marriage. If women get the opportunities with higher positions, will that be a struggle on balancing family needs and work life? That's where uh, it's back to what we discussed earlier as well. In life, right? mm-hmm. where we make, we need to make a decision whether what should be our sacrifices. Mm-hmm. But in life, we cannot get everything that we want. For me, what most important, as I mentioned earlier, is to make sure that you have that frank conversation with your supervisors. Mm-hmm. Mention that you know, if I if I were to take this position, mm-hmm. I have this some limitations, and these are the limitations. But mm-hmm. if I were to have this limitation, this is the action I can undertake. Mm-hmm. Usually, there'll be some solution coming through that. Uh, because you're a top performer and you are, you keep on showing good results uh, in your work and mm-hmm. they see that you can really be a leader, they will mm-hmm. come into a compromise of what uh, both parties do mm-hmm. to make sure that you will still be able to get that to that position and mm-hmm. also be successful in both your life uh, at home and also at work. Ah, I acknowledge your answer because I bet you hadn't been in this position before because of your current and past experience. Okay, one last question from me, Ponazura. Age discrimination in the workplace is also a common issue, specifically for women. They are often overlooked for promotion under the assumption that they might get pregnant soon or they are not easily given a chance to move their career forward and take on challenging tasks once they return to work after a short break. What are your thoughts on that? My, my, my thought is again... I, I always mention about having that frank, frank conversation. I've seen this happen but in early, early years. Like, but mm-hmm. now, I don't think that it happened to that level quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a correct that I've seen around. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very important again that you need to be able to have that frank conversation with your supervisor and also HR. Mm-hmm. That, that needs to happen 
for you to really understand the the background of why you didn't get any promotion or get to move forward with your career. Mm-hmm. And for me, after understanding that circumstances and you think that you have not been treated well or mm-hmm. fairly, that, that's when you, you need to make a decision that whether it's worth staying in a company who don't value you. True. A true leader, true. if you are really good, you can just go anywhere. And mm-hmm. so many companies out there are looking for great who would be able to be groomed to be the next leader. Okay, thank you so much, Puan Azura, for answering my questions. Now, I will pass the next segment to Alif Lukman. Thank you, Sophia and Puan Azura, for enlightening us on the possible causes of the discrimination against women in the workplace. Without delaying any second longer, we'll discuss about solutions that we can pursue to help us stop this issue. Puan Azura, may I proceed? Yeah, sure. So, Puan uh, Azura, there's always been concerns that the treatment received by men and women are normally slightly unfair towards women. And it is also said that as long as discrimination between men and women exists, the income inequality will always be an issue. Therefore, in your opinion, if such a situation exists in our workplace, how can we prevent the discrimination between men and women from happening ever again? No, okay. For me, for me, there are quite numbers of things that we can do at the workplace itself. Now. Um, one is because the, the government have already put uh, in place the Equality Act in 2006. I think it's very important for companies to start having a clear policy on equal opportunity in the company. So that, you know, people will always know that, you know, not necessarily whether you're a man or woman. Uh, we, uh, you know, despite races and all, you know, um, you, you will have that equal opportunity. That needs to be made very clear. That needs to be talked about. <clears throat> then that needs to also be cascaded down to members of organization so that they know that they're, you know, everybody will have equal opportunity. Okay, so Puan uh, Azura, you've been mentioning about the higher level positions to do their part in this scan. But how about us, regular citizens? How can we make sure that this will cause a change in the future? Okay, this is where we, we, we have to act uh, complementarily, whether you're a woman or uh, or, or men. Because uh, more or so, you'll be able that uh, you'll be seeing that um, when we come when we talk about uh, gender discrimination, yeah. Because uh, today our topic is more when we talk about equal, it's more men to women. Yeah? Uh, the promotion also the fight for gender discrimination is always by the the woman lah. This woman is actually trying to ensure that they are not being discriminated. Uh, it needs to be um maybe the effort that is being done by both men and women, how do you ensure that men will have the knowledge and awareness as well of this? I'm not sure how many men then is supporting even the the the, the gender discrimination in the, or equality in the act. Uh, of, yeah. So so that, I think that's very important. The awareness needs to come into play, the education and the action being taken. Even at um, regular... At, at, uh, by us regular citizens because you know whenever you see something is happening you know the the lady is being victimized um, you know maybe your neighbor is being, your, your, the, your neighbor is uh, a woman is being victimized by a man mm-hmm. so as regular citizen you, you just look at it or you help taking some action to ensure that it won't happen uh, so it, it, it needs to be complementary because we don't want mm-hmm. the agenda of this happening only at women's end uh, how do you want to bring men into this very important agenda 
and ensure that they will, they will understand that well and they will help take action whenever necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do see that there have been some changes in terms of men supporting this uh, rally in terms of uh, how do we want to ensure that you know that the discrimination will not happen and all that, but we need to do more. True. Awareness. Awareness is very important in this matter. Now, it's up to us to help all women to achieve a better chance and an equal opportunity at the workplace. We couldn't deny that demonstrations and social media postings regarding this issue has been spread heavily throughout the decade. Instead of fighting one another, we have to accept each and every single bits of differences that we have. I urge all men and women alike to help one another and achieve a better world together. Thank you very much, Puan Azura, for helping us to discover avenues that we can seek to help abolish this issue. Although we all could wish to ask Puan Azura hundreds and hundreds of questions, time is not on our side. So, Dina, should we wrap up? Yes. Oh my god. I was so mesmerized listening to Puan Azura sharing her thoughts and on our topic. You know, it's a really interesting topic that should always be discussed time to time because opinions change, you know. So, thank you so much, Puan Azura. We are very, very thankful to be able to have you as our speaker today. Unfortunately, you know, we have a very strict time limit and maybe sometime in the future we can work together again and you know, so um, do you have any final thoughts or hopes that um you would like to give to our listeners, maybe? Alright, I think um that's where again what what like what I have been preaching or I've been talking before, um, uh, have that frank conversation. Um, it, it is not just for women; it's also for men. You know, in anything that you do for for your for, you know, when you get into a situation, transparency and also frank conversation is very very important. Yeah, uh, when, when we talk about equality uh, uh, specifically, um, it is very important for us to continue to promote uh, knowledge uh, about gender equality, act on what it should, so that it will be able to be embraced as part of our culture moving forward. For women, I think it's very important, don't look at yourself as a victim all the time. What you need is actually to take action uh, and be more capable of improving your self-worth and have added value rather than hoping that you'll be recognized because you are a woman. Um, when you get certain recognition or you want to actually climb the ladder, it's not about getting there because you are a woman, but most importantly because you have added value and self-worth that will be able to get you into that position. Yeah, And for women as well, I think hashtag women support women is very important. You need to be able to support each other um, to ensure that the agenda would happen. Another hashtag is actually men support women to make sure that we'll be able to get men to also be part of this agenda in supporting what we are talking about to uh, attain gender equality. Um, and at high level, we need to also be helping to push more policy at government level, uh, like parental policy, flexible working policy that will be able to help you know, the woman, especially the mother, uh, the, the wife, to balance both work and family and at the same time achieve a better um, career moving forward. So that, that, that's uh, some of my parting points that I have for today. Thank you very much, Azura, for your final thoughts. But sadly, this is the end of our discussion. So in my point of view, this can be one of the solutions for Malaysia to have a better financial health, more growth and development with the increasing of female leadership. So take note to all the women out there. We can do this. So about you, Balkis, 
What do you think? Alright, so in my opinion, throughout the sharing session, I realized that every issue has a lot of factors to be considered upon, rather than assuming it all on one factor solely. This is because every issue also depends on the decision of an individual, or it may also be due to the surroundings. What about you, Alif? I agree with both Sofia and Balkis. I also hope that this discussion will be beneficial in our efforts to achieve a better understanding between men and women. Compromising with one another will also take us a long way. I also believe that the younger generation today will be able to provide a better world for both men and women in the future. What about you, Dina? What do you think? Based on what Puan Azura has shared, I'm able to understand the issue in a different light. Gender inequality is an ongoing problem that may take years to solve because it revolves around our culture that believes men is superior than women. However, all individuals are given equal pay as long as they put their effort for it. So the problem arises when women are given less opportunity as compared to men. But most of the time, this is due to issues such as marriage and focus on children. Yes, thank you, Balkis, Alif and Dina for giving your thoughts from our discussion with Puan Azura just now. As the SDG 5, gender inequality and 10, which is reduced inequality, are so wide-reaching, this can be used to provide new perspectives and real-world context to lesson plans. It opens our minds to accept different perspectives and explore the experiences on our own. Within this podcast, we can improve and fight to overcome the SDGs in our country. We can achieve gender equality by empowering all women and girls and reduce inequality in Malaysia. It is truly an honour and a privilege to be able to get an engagement with you, Puan Azura. Thank you so much again for your time. And for all of our listeners out there, thank you for your time to sit down and relax with us while we serve you nothing but reality. Stay tuned for more insightful and interesting episodes coming soon. Stay safe and stay healthy, everyone. Hashtag kita jaga kita. And again, don't forget to wear your mask. Goodbye. You want some tea? Listen to reality.